Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get the slot, but they decide that they need to do their own joy and head off to Fort Worth now. On to your favorite podcast, where we bring on our heartaches for you.
Yes, that is right. We are here. We are back for the season two finale of Girls 5 Eva. We have been here um, the first eight episodes of season one, of course. And now we have made it to the end of season two, all eight episodes. Um, what a time this has been. What an exciting season of TV this was. Uh a little bit of an auspicious start to season two if we're honest with ourselves here but you know what we finished strong at least in my opinion i definitely enjoyed this finale i'm excited to talk about it here with two of my very good friends first and foremost of course with me here week after week it is lady timmy lady how are you i'm excellent um i'm just thinking maybe i should approach things in life the way that summer and kev approach learning how to make salad yeah they're so excited they're so willing and open to new experiences. Maybe I should be more like them. Well, and and that's food too. That's Stevia's food. Um, look, Stevia, it's your food. It's your food. It's so good. What she eats more than just on Wednesdays, I suppose. Um, what a great day for food Wednesdays is. Like a middle of the week, you know, food situation. Top to your food days. I don't know where. I guess I don't know. Maybe that's not even a real take. Whatever. Also here with us, uh, Todd, Todd Brain. Welcome to the finale of season two. Uh, look, the one with the beard. I- I'm happy to be here. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, I, for a brief moment in time, um, I I guess I had like put out all the property stuff, uh, property brother stuff from my head um, as I was like talking about this. Of course, now that it's come up, I, we have to start. We have to start off the podcast with this right like i don't know how i don't know how we could wait at all to address the full-on fight that gloria had (laughs) with the like i don't know how we can responsibly sit here and not open up this podcast with this what the hell was that what is what what am i watching todd what was this comedy gold that's what that was I, I, I said gloria stan as someone who has been like singing gloria's praises from the rooftops episode after episode i loved it i thought it was hilarious but also what was it? what was this lindy what what was going on you know i have to agree it was it was just brilliance and maybe there's no way to really categorize it or understand it but you have to appreciate it Oh uh, my God. So a friend of the pod, Emily, did refer to it as a fevered dream. Uh, so. <laughs> I I was bamboozled as I was watching this through the first time. I was like, I just had my mouth open the whole time. And I was like, and, you know, Sarah was on her phone. She was like barely paying attention. I was like, what in the world is that? Like, I was just like, what the, what, what, what am I, it just came out of nowhere. It happened so quickly too. That was the other part of it. It was just like, okay, we kind of have this conflict. We've, we're, I guess, setting up for the whole episode and then we're going to go confront it because she knows it's in New York. And now we're fighting and hitting this guy right in the nuts. Like, and we're throwing things out the window and it's shattering. Like what is happening? It escalated so quickly. It did, and I loved every second of it. I was just dying the entire time. Although my favorite moment is never she's like holding the hammer over his head. His brothers, (laughs) kill him. Do it, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So absurd and amazing. Wow. I enjoyed this finale. I have to be honest. I feel like I've been a little lukewarm on the season as a whole, although I think I've been a little bit higher than, than both of you have um the beginning was maybe not amazing okay it maybe took a little bit to figure it out and there were a few moments this episode where i was like 
hmm, maybe a tighter storyline would justify that sort of summation or wrap up to what you're saying. Like, I guess you grew summer, but like kind of. Um, that being said, I I like where we ended up. I'm like excited about it. I think each character had some good moments. Um, I liked it, Lindy. I don't know. I thought this was a good season finale. Better, in my opinion, than the season one finale. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it as well. I enjoyed especially these last two episodes. And I wasn't here last week. <laughs> as you all mentioned, I did listen. <laughs> oh. Um, I Is it okay if I... Um... Oh, I welcome it, please. Okay. Well, the main thing that I wanted to say was Adam. Yeah. I just don't understand. I don't understand why you would say, Lindy, get a dog. When <laughs> I don't want one, I'm not a pet person. And and you think that someone who doesn't want a dog should be taking care of a dog? That just doesn't make any sense. Why would you want that? I, I, I As we all know, I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. I don't... <laughs> I don't remember that at all. No one expected me to remember any of that. It's been a full calendar week since we have had whatever that discussion was. So I have no idea what it was. I, I will say I do. Maybe I, I don't know what I, I have no idea what I said in the real time. That being said, <laughs> I do think I know or knew that you were not a pet person. And I probably said as much because that's how I feel now. Actually, Todd said that. So Todd gets me. Okay. Pop off, <laughs> and you were like, I probably just said, get a dog. Lindy, get a dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Already. Come on. Like <laughs> You should. I mean, basically everyone has one. Although to be honest with you, uh, you know, uh, don't get a second one. Just, just <laughs> keep it at one. One should be the maximum number of dogs in any household. I, that I will stick to pretty firmly, but um, that was your number one takeaway from the last, last podcast. That's all you have to say is that you're flabbergasted that I would say, get a dog. Uh, that was my number one takeaway. Um, okay, I thought it was funny that Todd was like, "Oh yeah, I like, I I thought they were not doing the Don's pregnant storyline. Not that you thought. I don't think it's funny that you thought that, but then you were like, yeah, I had hope. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, and I don't know who I would have picked for my chart topper. I think you all were wondering about that, but. I don't think it would have been Sean because you know why the the chicken through the machine yeah, was the too much for me. That was <laughs> yeah, that was too grim. I couldn't too take grim. That. I no, I did not like that. So I could not have given my point to him. Okay, feels like it would have been Wiggy then in my mind. I don't know who else you would have picked. Perhaps we'll never know. <gasps> We'll see. Um, this was a fun finale. I did enjoy it. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, just a little bit of a uh, scheduling. We'll obviously be back next week to do a, um, a retrospective of all of season two as we normally do here. Um, and then pretty soon after, season three will have dropped. So there's there's just a few little kind of in between weeks here, um, and we're gonna we're gonna pick back up with it pretty quickly after season three drops. So just you know, be on the lookout for that. I'm excited for new stuff to continue, and I will say. I'm even more excited about where they left things off. Although I think Todd, you and I, you and I basically nailed like where this was going to end. Um, it feels like it was maybe kind of a layup, but, you know, I don't know how much like detective work we were actually doing there, but we hit it. We hit it on the head. So good for us. We'll take credit for it. Um, but I they did it in a way that I was more excited about than I thought I would be. I don't know. 
I feel like I was very down on the Dawn pregnancy stuff last episode. And it's not that a lot has changed this episode. I don't know that they like reframed it a ton, but it was enough that I'm like, okay, I'm let's see where it goes. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm excited. I think the big thing from our prediction of what we were afraid was going to happen, we're afraid that the whole thing is going to be about Dawn struggling, whether she was going to go on tour or not. And that wasn't really a big thing, you know, other than, uh, you know, we had a couple of things, but it wasn't like a massive, massive part of the episode. It wasn't the the main focus of the episode and the rest of the girls didn't freak out that much. Never, You know, I thought it was going to be a lot more drama than it wound up being. Yeah. Uh, so I think that helped a lot uh wiki not wanting to go on tour was like much more surprising i think than a uh, anything else so i think it sort of helped that everyone was having some kind of you know crisis or whatever some kind of like you know should i go should i not go while the thing's staying leaving and i think that it was nice that everyone kind of got that moment all right let's get into it season two episode eight the finale of season two of girls five ever lindy take it away all right, this one is called Tour Mode. And this begins with Dawn and Scott talking about her pregnancy and the timing of it. Um, they ultimately decide not to tell anyone quite yet, except strangers on the street. They're like, oh, yeah, we're having a baby. <laughs> um, a little creepily. Um, but yeah, so I love Dawn wondering, you know, this timing, it's not great with the tour. Like, will America be as kind to a female Ted Lasso who leaves her family to go abroad? I think not. <laughs> I would watch that show. Um, Ted Lasso <laughs> or something. I don't know. I would I would watch it. Yeah. Uh, I think there are a few differences between her situation and Ted Lasso's situation. But still, yeah, yeah. it's a... Uh, yeah. Even if it was like if if she was in the same situation, yeah, people would not be as kind uh, toward towards the, the the woman doing that more than likely. Uh, my favorite thing in this bit is the name of the brochure she gets from her doctor is the over thirty five geriatric pregnancy. There be monsters. And Scott's <laughs> like, we're getting you a better doctor. Yes, that is also <laughs> part of this episode is her age with the pregnancy. Um, so wiki we see is you know spending time with her lunch lord oh my gosh so yeah when i was watching the previous episode i was like oh yeah like this this really i f completely forgot about it from watching it the first time but once he said lunch lord i was like it all came rushing back i was like oh yeah this guy <laughs> this whole thing um so she's eating eggs with him in bed and it's this giant tray of eggs. And once again, she's like, you know, this can scale, like just crack four eggs and stop. <laughs> he's like, you're, you're talking crazy. <laughs> it's like, it makes no sense to him. What, what are you talking about? Uh, what's wild here is that like he cracked all of the eggs if you're like mass making eggs you're never going egg by egg like you're buying a big whatever uh jug of egg and you're like making them like <laughs> you're not like cracking 200 eggs no one is doing that um that being said am i the only one that likes those like hotel breakfasty eggs you know what i'm talking about like like the they make them in like bigger quantities like like i i like those kind of I, eggs i don't mind them but the his food does not seem appealing it's just the wet corn and the, yeah. the giant tray of eggs I, I, you know the eggs looked okay though 
I don't know. Maybe like, they were, but th- they were only eating eggs. You got to add something to that. You gotta, what are you adding to your egg? Well, okay. You can either add something to the egg or just eat something else in addition to the egg is what I'm saying. Either way. But just a- plain egg, that's it? That's... I mean, I've definitely done it. I'm a big like egg in a like on a piece of toast with a piece of cheese or like that, uh, okay, but that's with something. Yeah, else. yeah, 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 for sure. But that's like, what I've I also, mean. I've also definitely just had eggs before with no like, cheese. If that's all I have, hmm, I'm not gonna add cheese unless I can add like a third element to bring it together. You know, like I need I need like some kind of vessel to justify the cheese. I think. Okay, I don't. Which think most of the time I will I have justification, but, but that's yeah. just me. Well, then you took the words right out of my mouth. Like, who needs to just cheese is not, its own justification? Thank it's you not that much. I'm justifying the cheese. It's almost at that point that I'm justifying the eggs because I'll just eat <laughs> the cheese straight up. Like, if I'm just going to have eggs and cheese, I'll drop the eggs. And so, if I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Like, I'll I need I need like a bread or a tortilla or like a bagel or something. I think we don't know what you mean, but okay, that's, that's pretty fine. yeah that's, normal. That's part yeah. of the course. That tracks. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, th- what's his name? Sean. Sean is telling lunch Wiki Lord. that he's yeah the lunch lord. He's gonna be chaperoning this school dance, and she doesn't really want to go. And he thinks she doesn't want to be seen in public with him. Um, but then they keep talking, and he says, you know, it's okay to get wrapped up in status. And she shows him her bad foot, which we. That's a continuing storyline. We've seen this before. Uh, but he's fine with it. He's like, oh, so you got weird toes. So what? Weird. Weird. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is a weird thing. I, I forgot about the wiki foot thing, to be honest with you. I forgot that this was a thing. I was surprised to see it come back up again. Um, I guess I like the through line. Good for the lunch lord for being chill with weird toes. Yep. And and not too into them, as we learn later. He's just like yeah. a normal level of acceptance. Uh well, I like is they're talking about the the tour and everything, and you know, he's like, you know, you no, know, you get to be, you know, out there. I'm I'm just a lunch. I'm just at school. You know, I'm not like that guy who gets up here to do this or that or the guidance counselor. And she's like, you're sub Scott. <laughs> I'm like realizing that he's below Scott on the totem pole. It's just like, you know, unfathomable to Wiki at this moment. Scott's cool. You know, I think Scott's a cool guy. I like Scott. I mean, his penis can make things, so you Whoa. know he's got that going. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> That's like oh. like all I could talk about in this like beginning of the episode. Oh my so. god! Wow, That's talk true. About I didn't audio clips that I would like to just <laughs> take and put everywhere. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> okay. So the group they're really excited because you know they think they're going to be the opener for collabs world tour and they're getting excited about all the locations um a quick note that we find out that Lil stinker has reinvented himself as bootsy tings uh after he got canceled so he's doing a whole country act now which we'll see also later um and the group finds out that tomorrow they're gonna perform and the property brothers are gonna decide who's gonna be the opener for collabs tour the uh, the name of Bootsy Ting's single that we see a little bit of here, Daddy's Soup Shoes. Just um, okay, little yeah. stinko. Um, <laughs> no, that that's that's not his name. And his yeah, name sorry, been sorry, 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 Bootsy Ting's. <laughs> um, I did not anticipate this guy 
playing as big of a role in this show as he had. I mean, if you remember season one, episode one, like I really thought this was going to be a flash in the pan. One time brings it back up. He's been like a core member of the show basically ever since. I honestly though, yeah, does it though? I mean, four episodes in the course of sixteen episodes does not seem like a core. That's a core of the show. I think Larry's in more. <sighs> Is he actually? He, I guess he was in a lot of season one, kind of. Yeah, he's in lots of season one, and then a few, few season two. But I don't know, especially every time that he comes. Um, like, I, what was the one episode where they were shooting like his music video, right? Like he, that was a, that yeah. was a big part of it. And then obviously, like the way that this ends. Um, and he was like a big part of the end of uh, season one. Is that right? Yeah. So I will agree that he's like a big like anytime he's there, like he does big things for their career. He does a lot for what, them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, him him being around kind of like, you know, catapults things. I wouldn't think of him as like a core part of the show, but I do think that he has become a much more important figure for G5E than you might've thought uh, other than being the one to re he relaunched their comeback, but he's also been kind of key in a few other areas. So then we uh, see that Gloria is she's going to be moving in with Caroline and Summer is talking about how Stevia is about to find out which hype house she got into. And Wiki says <laughs> Wiki's trying to uh, cover up and she claims that she's not tethered to New York by a kind eyed every man. <laughs> and doing some even worse pretending is dawn who's like oh yeah everything's normal with me i am the normal one the glue that's me glue yeah <laughs> yeah wiki describes herself as a sexy macy's thanksgiving day parade balloon only one that no one's holding onto the ropes for do you guys know a lot about hype houses like is this a thing maybe this could be a blind spot for me i think that they exist i just don't know anything about them i've heard of them yeah yeah i so i know they're like a a place for like influencers to get together and live together and kind of like, you know, promote each other. Yeah. But beyond that, I don't know a lot about them. I feel like I see some like singers do this stuff. Like, I feel like I see a lot of TikToks of like the same group of like four or five, maybe six people all singing in one kitchen corner with cabinets. And one of them's always sitting on the corner and like, they're always like doing crazy harmonies, but that might just be my own, my own personalized TikTok of people who are singing. But um, like the one short blonde guy is always there. And then I don't know. One of them's always oh, like the standing short blonde out. The guy. Yeah. Someone yeah. out there knows what I'm talking about. And that someone might be Sarah because I have, <laughs> I watch these all the time and it's like all I see. But anyway, I think this is a thing. I just don't know anything about it. I would never go like, would you guys ever go to a hype house? Like if you're uh, none of us or whatever. We're not, <laughs> no. no, we're not those people. We're we're like the people who are like calling the cops on the hype house. We're like, they're being too loud. They really so, I think yeah. there's a space in between those. Mm. Um <laughs> I don't know that we exist in that space, but maybe. Yeah. So there actually is a place called The Hype House, which is a collective of teenage TikTok personalities based in Moorpark, California. So it's the name of the collective, but also the name of the mansion where some of the creators live. Okay. It's a collaborative content creation house, allowing the different influencers and content creators to make videos together easily. Do you know any of the people in them? Um, I'm looking at the names. Chase Hudson, Thomas Petro, Daisy Keach. Uh, Charlie D'Amelio, I'm seeing. That's an, I don't know. I don't, I don't think she lives in one of those. I'm just, I, 
I'm just saying that, and well, I have absolutely no yeah, clue. I but know. I think I she's too successful for that. I'm seeing hype house members, so I get maybe maybe you could be a member without like actually. Like maybe you just visit and are there for we, the hype. And we are sound not... so stupid right now. <laughs> yeah. All the are we officially people. old? Is this the? Is this the? Welcome to my world, Adam. Oh no, <laughs> we have to edit this out. This one sucks to be an old now. Oh my god. Okay, we have to we move are. on. Oh, I please, think we stop are. It, stop, it, stop it! Stop it! We're not old. <laughs> yeah, we. I are. love Charlie D'Amelio in the hype house with <laughs> Dixie D'Amelio. Wait, though, are they? Really... That's her sister. Okay, and. uh and uh patrick huston and i don't i don't know any you're embarrassing yourself man yeah. oh my god who are no i don't none of them oh wait i actually i've seen this person before jack Wright. i don't know what it is but i've seen this person before this is terrible we have to keep we have to we have to <laughs> we have to keep going this is a problem I can't wait to see if you edit this out or not. I'm definitely not going to. Yeah, it's never going to happen. All right. So moving on um, at this audition, basically, uh, the group sings Ben Don't Break and the crowd is really into it. And then their competition, Cozy Boy, goes (laughs) on stage and performs and people are not into it. They're leaving. Um, I, I really like this song. I think we did hear it before. Um. Yeah, I think we got to hear more of it this time, like the full song this time. Yeah, I think it's really good. Yeah. I really like that it sort of subverted my expectations of, I didn't think they were going to go bomb by any means, but I didn't think it was going to be this successful. I think when they got on the stage, especially because they sort of set up the crowd to be like a little upset that collab is not staying on and they're like, we're going to try out some openers. And then like it was, they were clearly like set up to fail and they sort of won them over almost too quickly to be honest with you but they won them over so good for them um it's a good song I, I i just like that they were like able to be successful and they found that because the song is good i really do like it this is a good song um and i think we said as much last time so i i yeah. did like it and i appreciated it yeah and i think the song grew on me a little bit like it's i, I mean, we both give it good scores last time but i think the, the it not being a comedic song kind of hampered it for both of us. You know, it's yes. like a little too serious. Even though it still is pretty much mostly serious, I think listening to the full version this time, I like I appreciated it even more, just like how much of a bop it is, you know. And so I think, you know, if, if we were to rate rate it again, I think I'd probably wind up giving it a, a slightly higher score than I did last time. Uh, but there's like several things in the sequence that made me laugh. Uh, whenever the collab is first going through, all the girls, you know, yelling, screaming, one's like, keep me in your basement. And they're like, what's happening now? will last forever. And then collab introduced themselves as Bryce, Brace, Bryce, Brees, and Braxter, which is quite the collection of names. Uh, and then during the performance, Two women came up and started yelling for Gloria, and one of them asked Gloria to keep her in her basement. So, uh, uh, Gloria's got the groupies going on. Good for Gloria. Way to go! Gloria really was trying to explore herself this episode, and I don't, I don't know if she even knows what she finds. <laughs> yeah, it's like everything Gloria wanted from that uh season one episode where instead of it was all about wiki and cease and desist bitches you know glory was wanting her groupies there and didn't get the recognition but now now it's happening yeah so after this the group celebrates and they're all about to drink but don hesitates so immediately the other three realize she's pregnant um and that's when wiki sees a text from sean and 
because of her feelings for him takes this opportunity to be like don like should you be doing this grueling tour <laughs> like um kind of wants to use don as an excuse to stay in new york with sean um and we also see stevia going live to announce which hype house she got into uh but turns out she didn't get in anywhere <sighs> that's awkward that's really awkward Stevia. really awkward yeah. Carly D'Amelio could never so that's <laughs> that's tough for you cb i don't know I, you don't go live while you're doing this like you can just read it before like it wasn't like we were watching her phone you know just read it beforehand and then announce it and maybe if there's bad news uh don't go live it's like the number one rule of hype house like don't set yourself up for failure well, that's probably why she didn't get in then she's breaking the number that's true rule. yeah she's she's not very good at this i blame kev i think it's all kev's idea Kev was weirdly involved in this too <laughs> did somebody say fam no it's <laughs> <laughs> very involved so then we see Dawn at a doctor appointment. Uh, I thought it was funny that they mentioned that she's got like a Lego hat in her. Uh, I can't remember what episode it was. But... Yeah, I wrote that down too. Lego man callback. She like, there she wrote her little Lego song. Yeah. Right. Um, so she kind of asks like about her lifestyle as in like what she'd be doing on tour and would that be okay? And she's also worried about, you know, how old she is with this pregnancy but the doctor really reassures her by saying like you're actually the youngest person in our system because <laughs> it's new york like everybody waits yeah. oh and the lego man song was in the season one finale oh nice nice callback i remember liking that song too yeah you, yeah you gave it a five i, I, Lydia, I really did wow. Lydia and i both gave it four point four something but you gave it a five i like yeah i like like a man um this was very funny so i like i said before i was watching this with sarah who is from the east coast and of course is my like midwestern self you know um the world is just so different because i like have so many friends who are in their young 20s who are having kids and i was like i was feeling behind at 25 and so you know in in the you know east coast city life new york world like it's just so different like they and you know they, they're obviously like poking fun at something that is very real here um i don't know i don't know what life is like in texas todd i have no clue what the what the norm is in those places obviously lindy at least was an east coast girly but i don't know midwestern life is just different I'd say, like, growing up in Oklahoma, there definitely was not a uh, people waiting until they were older to. Yeah. At least, at least small town Oklahoma, there were there are plenty of teenage moms at uh, my school. So it's a very different uh, thing. That being said, I feel like uh, the science, a uh, little bit of a science element here, as I am constantly reminded by our good friend of the podcast, Dr. Melissa Woodward, um, having a child later in life is totally fine. And the science that has been supporting the opposite uh, is uh, crap science that was done by very sexist old, old men. So back, as the doctor says, back whenever they women over 35 were considered medically gross yes so for those of you out there who were like no i it's very dangerous and i have to have a kid right now because i'm i don't know 34 or 35 just know the science that that is based on is garbage is every, okay i think the message got out to that um group of people adam's science corner okay no we don't need that that is i was gonna say <laughs> please note adam's not a scientist so no, don't take a him 
No, don't take no. his word as fact without first looking into it. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I have very few professional qualifications. Like, unless we started doing an Adam's Microsoft Excel corner, like, I really don't know that I have <laughs> a lot to offer here. <laughs> oh, my. Um, you know who else doesn't have a lot to offer? Kev. Because True. after Summer and Kev frantically try to get Stevia into a hype house and fail, um, Summer says that, you know what, Stevia can stay at the house. But Kev is like, well, I can't be a single dad. Like, I've only been a weekend dad. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do with her on a Wednesday. <laughs> so he tells Summer she can't go on tour. The best part is, I don't even know what to do on the Wednesday. Is that when she eats? <laughs> Summer's like, she eats every day, Kev. Every day. Uh, I do like early on whenever they're both on the phone trying to get Stevia into the house. Uh, Don. Uh, Summer's like, we can get her a STEM tutor. Selfies, TikToks, emojis, and memes. <laughs> that was pretty funny. And then Kev's like, dang it the fuck. <gasps> I didn't even know that word. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Kev. I'm I honestly, I am loving this iteration of Kev. I know I've said this before, like to some probably lesser extent. When we got rid of the terrible stuff with him, when we when we dumped all of that annoying stuff in the past, and this is just goofy stupid like idiotic kev i am a, such a big fan of this like this is so funny to me it's just one liner after one liner after he's a stupid idiot after he's a stupid idiot like i i am just obsessed <laughs> i'm glad um so dawn after her appointment she's walking down the street and she sees all these pregnant women and she hears the song new york city moms it's kind of like new york lonely boy um but it's about how you know everyone waits here it's fine <laughs> and this really inspires dawn she like walks in to the group and is like so excited to do the tour but just like the other day wiki tries to talk everyone out of it um she tells gloria that uh, cynthia aka caroline she doesn't even know caroline's name she's like <laughs> she's gonna stray <laughs> and she's like summer you can't leave stevia with kev and everyone's like, why are you trying to stop the tour? And she shouts, I'm in love. <laughs> uh, Just like Buddy the Elf. And... Uh, oh. Right? I mean, he's... I know, I, I just... You know, this is so... I, I don't know. I don't even remember the other context. Someone made a Polar Express reference to me the other day, and you're making an elf reference. Like, a, the Christmas spirit is alive and well here in, in late February. Good for Good for you. Yeah. 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 Um, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, and Wiki, she blames the group for making her evolve because now she's in love with like a normie. Yep. She tells them, You are the Galapagan insects that smushed my finch beak. Which uh, <laughs> talk about science corner there. Um, yeah. This whole thing is fun, especially because like she said, she can't get Caroline's name right, but she also calls her luminous in one breath, but then calls her like, says she has stubby thumbs or something a few, few seconds later. Uh, and there she says, you can't leave Stevie alone with Kev. She'll kill him. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know who is like more irresponsible for the other in terms of the, the Stevie and, and Kev of it all. The only other interaction I think we've really seen is Stevie bullying Kev. I think we've seen her like smack the phone out of his hand or something like that. Um, so like not not a ton, I mean not not a very good uh, symbiotic relationship uh, there whatsoever. They're both kind of in trouble. That being said, in terms of reasons to not go on the tour, that's like the, you know that's sort of the crux of like what this episode is setting up. Everyone's sort of got these different reasons. 
Dawn's makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, it's pregnant. A lot of complications there. Wiki is in love, has a guy. Okay. Summer has a daughter and a wildly irresponsible ex-husband who cannot take care of her. All of this sort of tracks. Gloria is um, uh, maybe not uh, in a similar, like, uh, should she go? Should she not go? vote? maybe a little bit less compelling. Um certainly offset by the comedy that occurs later but i will say maybe the gloria like the tour should she should she not breezes to or to not go maybe a little shoehorned for me in this moment just well, i don't think it, i don't think it was ever i think wiki wiki was shoehorning things in because i don't think we ever really get a sense that gloria doesn't want to go on the tour i think it was like wiki yeah. is trying to force things uh but it's not like gloria is like actually you know having worries uh in fact gloria's the one who's like actively wanting to go on the tour for she reasons. wants to get out like she yeah. she's like basically done with cynthia slash caroline like she is she's you know she's yeah. she's out of there yeah wiki also calls her something else she calls her two wrong names in the span of like you know <laughs> 10 seconds after she's already been corrected once uh, that's crazy who would ever yeah yeah don't know anyone who would who do would anything ever like that do that i don't know <laughs> well, as we mentioned, Gloria's not really upset about this. She thinks Wiki's right about Caroline, but she's kind of excited because, you know, if Caroline is straying, then Gloria can do whatever she wants while she's on the tour. But Summer, always kind of the voice of reason with Gloria, is saying, well, that wouldn't be fair to the luminous woman waiting for you back home. Like, I wasted years of my life sitting in the kitchen staring at, like, cups <laughs> i don't know why but that really got me oh uh, i i do like that she calls caroline luminous because she was not in the room whenever wiki called caroline luminous uh just like she actually came in after that so it's kind of interesting that summer used like the exact same phrasing but was not part of that conversation Caroline, I, I guess, might be luminous. I would not describe her as luminous by any stretch of the <laughs> imagination. I don't. I guess I don't really know what luminous would be, um, but it's not Carol. <laughs> it's certainly not Caroline. Uh, that being said, I, I'm really glad, Todd, you actually clocked this a while ago. You talked about sort of the Gloria and Summer um, relationship and sort of their interplay and how that was something that was being set up. I don't know that I was like... Not that I didn't see it happening, but I, I didn't view that as like a overarching, this is what the show is trying to like get us to care about and sort of perceive between the two of them. They certainly hit the nail hard here. And I'm glad that we were able to like see that more from the beginning. Maybe it's just because like, I only think that Gloria is funny. I don't, didn't really care about any of like the summer stuff up until this point <laughs> outside of making a salad, I guess. But I do like that this connection sort of has been playing through the whole time. Um, that being said, I still feel like it's wildly inconsistent of does Gloria want Caroline? We sort of like saw her want to stray in that music video episode with, oh my God, I'm never going to remember her name. The June. one June, the PA, whatever. And I think at that point, I don't remember exactly how we felt, but I know at least for me, I was sort of like, uh, June who? Like, what is, who is this? Like, what, what are we doing here? We spent so long pining after Caroline, wanting her back, going through some, kind of extraordinary measures up in the cabin and stalking and all kinds of stuff to get Caroline back. And now it's like, she wants the other stuff. Like, I guess like the grass is always greener is maybe a part of this for her. Like she wants someone else. She just wants to live free and wild and explore some, some crazy stuff, I guess. Good for Gloria. I don't know. I just feel like I've been sort of like whiplashy on, on the Gloria stuff a little bit. Um, 
maybe it's helped Todd that I just haven't liked Caroline from the start. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe. And I think I said this last week, like it, it tracks for me that Gloria has like wanted Caroline back and been obsessed with it. And then as soon as she got her back, she's like, Oh wait, this isn't what I really wanted, but she didn't, she couldn't realize it until she actually had it. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Caroline, poor luminous Caroline. Maybe. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> yeah. I don't dislike her, but I, I have no, like, I'm just like, yeah. That's almost worse, honestly. Like, I'm. It's very apathetic towards Caroline. Like, who cares? Goodbye. See ya. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Wiki, uh, she goes and tells Sean. Sean, last name unknown. <laughs> I want to be with you. <laughs> oh, Wiki. I just uh, that's so funny to me. Um, but he says, you know, he likes her too. And but you're a star. Like I'd be mad if you don't go on the tour. Like I don't want to hold you back. And she says okay. And then she wants to go chaperone this dance with him. Yeah, he says you're a star, like Vin Diesel or the Monopoly top hat. Yeah, listen, the Monopoly top hat is fantastic. As someone who is currently in my Monopoly Go era, where that's like all I do and play now in this life, um, the top hat's great. It's not my favorite piece on the board. The battleship is certainly where I would go to, but I don't know. Can, can you tell me more? What is Monopoly Go? Oh my God, Lindy. I know. I've opened the door. Yeah. Great. All I'll just say is that uh, great, great friend of the podcast, Brenna who's been on the podcast. I forgot that she was on the podcast. Um, like the, we talk about this, like for hours, every single day is Monopoly go. We're like trading stickers back and forth. We're like talking about roles and events. I, we are part of multiple Monopoly go discords where we are like trade. It's a, it's a whole, there's a whole world here. I'm not going to lie to you. And this is the last thing I'll say. I have been playing bingo games in rando discord servers to win stickers that complete albums for monopoly go so that i can get dice to roll on the monopoly go board like that's that's the level that we're currently at wow (laughs) so um and if anyone wants to come join us uh and be part of the fun we would love to have you um that being said i would still pick the battleship as like my monopoly um piece of preference like that was always what i would go to love the battleship i don't remember there being a battleship in the game that i had but oh really okay i don't i don't know what like the core i've got to look up the car. pieces now i don't want to forget there's a one dog there's, yeah, there's a, like, a uh, dog race car thimble top hat um the ones is there a I horse remember. was there like a horse one um not i don't think in the original but I, I feel like there were more than than um maybe not monopoly original pieces uh, yeah, that's what I'm looking up to. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, cannon. I forgot about the cannon. Oh, the cannon. And the iron is the other one. The and iron. The, and the yeah. boots. There were so many, actually. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we have cannon, thimble, top hat, iron, battleship, and boot. And then uh, later, the race car was added. Um, and then there was a purse added in 19th. I've never seen the purse before. but So those are the original ones. Cannon, thimble, top hat, iron, battleship, and boot. I'm going battleship is my pick for sure. Maybe cannon up there as well, but. In For some mind. reason, I feel like I I like the thimble. You like a thimble? Yeah. What is a thimble? Oh, it's something that you put. I think it's something you put on your finger so you don't poke yourself while sewing, right? Yeah, basically. Oh, okay. I guess you don't need thimbles for a needlepoint because I've never seen Sarah use a thimble. She needlepoints like for 12 hours a day. So I don't know. Really? 
Oh yeah, she's needlepointed like crazy. She's got projects on projects. We're like buying string by the by the fifty pack. Over okay, it's <laughs> a like, fifty pack of string. Yeah, like as into Monopoly Go or Mogo as I am, she is that into needlepoint. It's like our little hobbies that we do, and we don't really know about each other's things, and it's just a little world that we live in, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Everyone's got those things. Do you have anything like that, Wendy? Do you have anything? It might be this podcast, actually. That might be the thing that. Uh, I think that's the thing. That's the thing. We were just like, I'm gonna go off and like do my little project. Yeah, that's my little project. Like, yeah, go have fun. Like, pretty enjoy. much. Enjoy it. Have fun with your little friends doing your little thing. Exactly. <laughs> How does it feel, Adam, knowing that you're my Monopoly Go? Yeah, I love it. Actually, you know what, Lindy? That is the biggest honor that anyone has ever been. <laughs> I know how much joy I get from my little thing. And I just hope that you get this kind of joy uh, from, from this little project that, you know, who knows what about. So I, that was the biggest compliment that you've ever paid me. And I don't even think you know it. So (laughs) (laughs) go to your little show. (laughs) That's so funny. Oh my God. Anyway, wait, what piece anyway. are you guys picking? You didn't even, I guess I you said, said the, thimble. Uh, you the thimble. Todd? Yeah, top, top hat was always you're the, you're the top hat. Okay, you're the top hat. Okay. okay. Let us know your piece. If you have thoughts let, on the pieces, let yes. us know. Yes, everyone yeah. let us know your preferred. Don't tell us piece. anything about the episode. We we don't care about anyone's opinions about the actual episode. <laughs> just, I just want I your mean, we monopoly. Would, but we, I mean, we certainly most would. Most importantly. Most importantly, what piece? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right, so back to the episode. Um, (laughs) Wiki uh, goes and tells the group that, oh, you know what? My attacks on you yesterday, they were all pee bags. I'm in on the door. (laughs) I love that we get the little pee bag reference. There were some good callbacks this episode. Like like good, like little quick callbacks. Um, I I definitely liked. Good little pee bag. The best part, none of the callbacks involved Larry. We had no Larry callbacks and appearances in this episode. Well, what just to clarify though um and i don't know when this happened i did hear the name larry i believe that stevie's potential was like do we want to send her to larry's hype house was oh, that this true. larry oh, yeah i think or, it was true. this yeah. i was like clocking that i was like oh my god does larry have a hype house because that would like make all the sense oh he totally, totally does he totally does yeah like, totally and then we didn't see him so like you yeah. know too, like we didn't get like an actual yeah. larry whatever but i am um I, you know, just I just heard Larry and I was like, oh my God, is this Larry's hype house? That would be a scary place. I would yeah. not want to go to Larry's hype house. Yeah. And I'm, I know Summer had a big reaction to it too, because Summer knows better. Yeah. Uh, so then the Property Brothers, they video call the group and, uh, you know, unfortunately they didn't get the tour. Um, one of the brothers says, you know what? You don't always get to do the thing you're best at. For example, and then he like shares his screen and shows them his fight reel. <laughs> so this is like where it starts to just go <laughs> off the rails in a way that is aggressively fast. Number one, um, I didn't think we were going to actually see the property brothers. I know it's like kind of been an ongoing and I would even hesitate to use the word ongoing because of how little the property brothers are actually referenced like colloquially. Um, but they were mentioned. We talked about this before. Cause I think we uh, talked about the um, scented hammers, scented hammers. <laughs> and I probably brought up Zoe Deschanel at some point. Um, yeah. 
because that's really all I know about the Property Brothers. Um, because not one time have I ever seen an episode of anything. That being said, we got him. Was this like a big get? Do you think, like, in terms of famousness, popularity, like, was this a big get for this show to like get the Property Brothers? I think it's a bigger get than Joey Sasso, at least. Wow, um, <laughs> the Joey Sasso disrespect out here. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I don't know if they're like you know massive stars who are never going to do something, but I was I was also surprised they showed up because one of the things that shows like this, like Thirty Rock, I think would do is like make references to big name stars, you mm -hmm. know, a lot, but then never show them or maybe show someone pretending to be them. I think that's like a pretty standard thing for shows like this to make kind of throwaway comments about, you know, I'm like this shows a lot with like people that that wiki is dated or used to date or that you know all the girls dated you know they've done lots of references to like famous people that just don't show so yeah i never thought we we're actually going to get the property brothers but i am eternally grateful we got them yeah <laughs> and this scene like as we're seeing i think this is drew uh, is the property brother who's doing the yeah. uh yeah, Drew, yeah. yeah, Drew's a, a fight reel. I was like, what, what is this? Th this scene was like, you know, and then he like throws someone down, like throws a knife into them. <laughs> you know, the girls all react. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? I mean, it was, it was, this, this part was kind of like, okay, this is, this was odd. I, I did not expect it to be called back in the way that it was, but because of how it got called back, I'm very happy we got the sequence, but it was very much like a, this is, this is strange. This is, this is, you know, not what I was expecting from the property brothers, a uh, appearance. I love that they did this and I, I've never seen an episode of property brothers. Uh, so I, it's not that I love them and love that they in particular were here. I, I don't, I don't really have any familiarity with them, but I love that they, you know, talked about them as a joke. And now here they are actually appearing on the show. I love when that happens on a show. I'm struggling to on the spot think of other examples, but I know that that sometimes happens on shows and it's always pretty delightful to me. Um, so yeah. I... <laughs> I understand like anytime a celebrity is like willing to make fun of themselves a bit on right. a TV show, like a John Slattery has done this on several things. I mean, he was on season one of this as himself with his New York lonely boy, but also he was on an episode of what we do in the shadows uh, playing himself as kind of like an, like almost like he's an energy vampire, like sucking the life out of people with his like boring stories. Uh, we had a whole show, uh, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23, oh, yeah. with, with James, James Vanderbeek Van playing himself, yeah. like an exaggerated form of himself, which was hilarious. Uh, yeah, uh, I think in uh, Jane Bob Strike, James Bob Strike Back, you have Ben Affleck and Matt Damon making fun of themselves in that as well, playing themselves. Uh, it's one of my favorite parts in that whole movie is their little back and forth. You know, anytime a celebrity is like one like poke fun at themselves, I'm a big fan of it. So yeah, so seeing them come on here and be willing to do this really goofy stuff, and again, like Jonathan going, kill him, do it, please. You know, they, they got dark for these twin brothers who are like famous for doing this show where they work together to like you know to redo houses and sell them and everything like that. And and I'm someone who has seen like multiple episodes of the show, not by choice, but I have sat through multiple episodes of this. And this is by far the most I've ever liked them uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, let's get to the, like the real, <laughs> please, the real climax of this, of this storyline. So uh, first of all, I thought it was funny that on the video call, they mentioned that they weren't able to see the performance because they film 800 episodes a year. <laughs> <laughs> um 
obviously an over-exaggeration, but that was very funny. And then they claimed that they were in Toronto, but the group, uh, they're obviously really disappointed uh, about not being the opener, um, but they start thinking, well, maybe this is for the best with all we have going on, but Gloria, as we mentioned, doesn't really have a reason not to go, so she's like, we deserve this, like, I know true crime, and I know when there's more to a story. Yeah, so... Also says letting go is not my brand, which I think is very accurate True. from everything we've seen from Gloria on the show. Yeah, so she looks at their video and realizes that they're pretending that uh, New York is Toronto, so she can go. Uh, she can go talk to them. I and it's funny they're like that isn't the opposite usually happens, like where people <laughs> where filming pretends that Toronto is New York. But anyway, yes. as anyone who's listened to pretty much any podcast with a friend of the pod, Melissa Woodward can, can attest that <laughs> lots of things are in Canada. Also shout out to suits filmed in right. uh, Toronto. If I was, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, New York, uh, the, I don't know how this all comes full circle with suits, but it always does. It's always suits. I was, I was thinking that too on suits yourself, the podcast, they call it Toronto, York. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, so Gloria goes and she barges in on this filming that they're doing. They're like showing off someone's new house and she demands to know why they didn't get the tour. And uh, <laughs> they say, you know, she, basically they won't tell her anything. So she's like, I'm willing to fight for the truth. I will fight you. <laughs> and so, Oh, they fight. Uh, we can talk about specifics, but I do love at the end where she's cornered him with the hammer. And as Todd mentioned, Jonathan in the back is like, kill him, do it. And she's like, geez, <laughs> like, that's too much for Gloria. Uh, there's just so much great stuff. Like whenever she's first, like, I'll fight it. Come on, do it, bitch. And then she like she grabs like the boom mic and yells boom in the shot and she hits him with it. And then she knees him in the groin. She's like right in the brothers. And then that's titanium. <laughs> just so I just I stuff. could not believe how long this lasted. It I lasted genuinely so long. I could not believe that they did another thing after another thing. She throws the stuff out the window. She gets the boom mic. They're like backing up against the thing and she elbows him right back. He's like he slaps her right in the face and they just are like going back and forth and it just keeps going and going and going in the whole time. I'm like, what the, am I watching right now? <laughs> like, is this girls five ever or like a, a, a scripted, like boxing fight? Like what is, what is happening right now? This was so wild and so funny. It's just so unhinged from Gloria who like so desperately wants to go on this tour. And it's like, what's going on? Like, why can't we get it? I'm gonna fight you, and then oh my god, it just keeps going and going. It's so funny. I also like so like Lindy said like at the beginning of it, there you know like it's like the filmmaker episode and talking to like the potential homeowners who are doing the worst job of acting ever. It's like you know this is good for your budget. Well, budget is money is very important in our budget. You know, just like like doing the super stilted thing, but then as they're destroying the apartment, like Ao. Gloria throws a book through a window and the woman goes, my windows! Like every time you can hear her like yelling out in despair as her kitchen is getting destroyed. I thought that was like a nice funny little touch. Uh, and then at the end, of course, a, uh, they admit that there was an ism and that's moneyism. <laughs> yes, AKA not capitalism. Money-ism. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan's like, you mean capitalism? Shut up, Jonathan! <laughs> yeah, so, of course, Gloria basically wins this fight, and basically, they tell her that uh, the opener's there so that people, like, leave and get concessions, and, you know, they buy those and are 
and our scented hammers and like you were great but this is a business venture for us um and then okay i love both of the things that happen next first of all drew says but thanks for the fight it's the only time i feel anything anymore (laughs) that was hilarious and then like without missing a beat they both jump right back in to filling the episode it's it's so (laughs) funny yeah, it's great. Uh, I also like whenever they never they tell what the the problem was. Like you guys were, you know, you know, everyone liked you and weren't going away. And Wiki's, we were too good. My curse. <laughs> um, they were good, but they saw. Them. Okay, so my question, and this is spoken to someone who has not been to a concert in a long time. I just, I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been to like any type of a concert like this. But of course, Lindy, our resident concert goer, as of late. Um, do you, do you, did you watch the opener? Like, did you show up early? Did you go watch it? Or did you use that time to go buy merch or snacks or drinks or something? Is this a real thing that people do? Also, maybe Todd goes to a lot of concerts too. I don't know, but I just know that Lindy has been to a pretty big concert recently that had, I believe multiple openers. If I uh, am remembering the tour correctly. So what, what was your intro opener experience? Uh, well, I don't think that I always get to a concert before the opener starts, but usually, you know, while they're playing and then I will listen to them. I don't, once I'm there, I don't get up to get mm-hmm. stuff during the opener. So that doesn't work on me. Maybe, that, maybe that's a thing though, but. What if they were bad? Then would you go? Oh, if they were bad, well then. Yeah. I'd I'd probably still be listening. I'd be like, "This is interesting. Why? Like, why are they so bad? <laughs> okay. Why okay. are they the opener?" That's interesting. I almost bought concert tickets to the Jonas Brothers on tour solely because I wanted to see their opener, Lawrence, play. Uh, I've not like had the opportunity to do that, so I almost did like the exact opposite Wait, of what Lawrence I would still opened for the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, they're they're wow. still opening for them right now. Right, right now. Yeah, like right that's now. That's an interest that's interesting. Okay. Um and I like am in love with Lawrence. Like I have been like a day one obsessed with Lawrence. I've listened to like all their they, like so many times it's not even funny. Um and they did come to St. Louis and I almost I almost pulled the trigger. I was so close. Um I was busy on that if they came anyway so I wouldn't go. But regardless, um I don't know. I, just, I didn't know if that was like a thing that like people did or if they use their opener or people go for the openers, but I don't know. Todd, do you have any concert experiences? They're like a, I mean, are I, you a I'm, concert guy? I don't know. I, I haven't been to concerts in a while. I've, I've seen, been to like a fair number, but mostly like back in the I was still in Oklahoma. You know, sure. I've seen, you know, like live open for counting crows down here in Dallas. A, a several years ago came down for that. Uh, but yeah, I, for the most part, I don't, I would not like get up and go if the go to like buy stuff if the opening act was bad. But I think I've only been like in one to one concert where the opening act wasn't great. It was an opening act for the offspring and the band was called the Lunachicks. And a uh, the only thing I can remember that because my friends and I would talk about for years, latest song that was Liza Feather Stiff as a Board, where they basically just like kind of like screamed that over and over again. Liza Feather Stiff as a Board, Liza Feather Stiff as a Board, just over and over again. So, yeah, but still, we just kind of stood there like and stared at it in like wonder, like what what is going on? So, mm. like 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 I said, like sometimes like the bad stuff is like just interesting. Yeah, so Gloria goes back to the group and she she thinks they need to do their own tour because like their peers like them. 
Um, and Bootsy Tings, aka Lil Stinker, calls Wiki, and uh, apparently people are singing their song in the background, and people love them in Fort Worth. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. where he is right now. Um, and so they're all excited, like they they're getting up to go, like let's do this tour. I guess we're going to Fort Worth. <laughs> and Summer's still sitting there. She's like, oh, have fun. Like, I got to stay with Stevia. Uh, you guys don't really need me anyway. It is, it, it's a sudden turn. It's like, it was all like happy, excited. And then it's like Summer, like, yeah, I, I can't go. And also, I'm not really important to you guys. Um, but they sit back down and they really reassure her that they do need her. And I love this because wiki says you haven't been useless in months <laughs> <laughs> acknowledging there was a point there somewhere um God, yeah i did love this I'm, I'm my my main question here is to you todd were you more surprised that lil stinker played a, a huge role in this show or that fort worth is the big <laughs> location where we are headed off to to start the tour the fort worth that i cannot believe that they seeded fort worth earlier in the season and it actually had payoff you know i thought it was gonna be like a one-off gag and for it to like and i you would have thought like whenever they had the whole like little little stinker or bootsy tings now being like a country guy that might have like pinged on my right but nope didn't even think about it and then it all came full circle there and it was beautiful yeah i did not expect that but i'm very excited hopefully we'll get to see part of them in fort worth in the beginning of season three hopefully we get to see them on tour in fort worth i would love to see that i also love (laughs) the (laughs) i also love gloria telling uh summer you're our moral compass. We're three pieces of shit without you. And then Dawn is like, maybe not me. <laughs> and Wiki is like, that's exactly what a self-centered piece of shit would say. <laughs> I wrote that down. I love that. Dawn's, Dawn's like, not me. Like, no, no, you too. I I I loved this conversation a lot. Um, so Summer realizes, like, you know what? I've grown a lot. Maybe Kev will too. Like, I'm gonna do the tour. Um, so then we see this, this collection of clips of each, each member of the group kind of doing what they got to do. So Summer tells Kev that he's got to stay with Stevia. He'll figure it out just like she had to when he was gone. And then, okay. I don't know. Do we want to go through these one by one or. Yeah. I think. Yeah. The only thing with that, I, and I, maybe this was earlier, but I loved his, uh, callback to the crabs and how they like (laughs) don't have blood and there's just like a white paste and he's like totally unfit for this. Like, you can't (laughs) trust me. I'm not reliable. And it's like, you're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. Kev. I don't know. I don't know that he's going to figure it out to be honest with you, but yeah. I mean, she gives him lots of pointers. Lots of really horrible. Yeah. Be your friend, not her parent. Advice. Okay. Be your friend, not her parent. Uh, just let her, let her do whatever yeah. she wants, basically. Yeah. Buy her love with things. Yeah. yeah buy her buy love her with love. possessions. Absolutely. That works every time. I'm banking on that one working. So like, better. And then also catfish her. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you the, the login information for the account that I already have using. Oh, that. God. <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> Uh, so that's that's summer. Um, so then Don and Scott tell Max, their kid, that he's gonna be a big brother, and he immediately yells, "I want to play lacrosse." Don <laughs> is like, "There goes our New York lonely boy." <laughs> it's so perfect. The immediate jump to lacrosse is just 
excellent. Oh my god, it's brilliant. It's just really brilliant writing. And then what? He like throws a clock and hits yeah. Scott in the throat. Thought we had more time. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, when he says goodbye to Sean, I found this one the least funny. Uh, she yeah. she says goodbye forever, but he's like, uh, there's like technology, so. <laughs> Yeah, I, Sean, I, I wanted John to come. I don't know. Like, maybe this was just me, like, wanting this to be part of season three. And, like, maybe that's not the direction they were going to go. But, like, and his excuse was, like, kind of funny, right? Of just, like, we can't have the kids change up their lunch lord in mid, mid-year. mid Like, that would be terrible to do. Uh, bring him on the tour. Bring justice for Sean. Justice for lunch lord. Bring him on the tour. I would love to see more of him. He's funny. Who knows? I, I mean, that's where we're at. Like, season three hasn't come out yet. We don't know. Yeah, could be um oh yeah so then last member of the group gloria uh she breaks up with caroline she's like you know my path it might lead back to you but and i know you said it's bad out there but i gotta learn for myself but i'm sorry and i love you and caroline is so mad she's like you roped me back in just to cut the rope like <laughs> It's kind of true, to be honest. Like, I she oh, has like, yeah, a little bit is. of a point here. Like, really, Gloria is like not great for doing this, but also, uh, uh, you know, right? <laughs> it's like I think Caroline's right that like Gloria was so into this, and all of a sudden is like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, but also, yeah, it's not like I super care about it. So <laughs> yeah. we're gonna see them get back together in season three for sure. I mean, oh, we'll we'll talk about cool. predictions so... next week. There's no way we're no seeing the last of Carol. There's no way we're not going back to this. Well, I know I'm not, I'm not, there's just not a world. That's all she's been doing for two seasons is Caroline, Caroline, Caroline. We, there's no way we're done with it. All we'll right. see. We'll talk about it next episode. I'm, we'll talk we'll, about we'll that. Um, but then last part we go. Okay. This, okay. I, this episode had so many great moments. This is one of them. We see a scene of summer showing Kev how to make a salad. And he's like, I'm scared, but I'm doing it. Stevia, this is your food. <laughs> and she's like filming him. She's, he's like, we're in the corner. Like, oh my god oh it was so funny this the salad payoff is one that i never in a million <laughs> right. years yeah, saw right. coming and across this is like, two seasons across two seasons it's, it's a salad it's the gift that keeps on giving is <laughs> yeah. summer learning to make salad like i i find it funny every time it comes up <laughs> yeah it actually hasn't missed a single time right oh love that um so then the final scene of this episode um the group is meeting up to get in their tour van uh turns out percy is their driver <laughs> for anyone who forgot that's the guy that was in the pee bag episode <laughs> they pranked him he wanted to be a celebrity limo driver and now he can kind of yeah yeah, yeah. and he's still terrified of highways apparently so right that's probably not going to be a problem yeah, i mean that's he fine. De- that's definitely fine. is going to be totally fine uh good for lutz coming back in <laughs> i would love to see more of him very funny guy uh a huge fan of this and again it's like another one of those little references that i never would have thought would come back here like it I just never would have seen that coming um and they did it so good for them yeah and then um, Wiki's saying goodbye to Sean, and they they say, I love you. So that's really serious. 
um don and scott say goodbye and this random guy on the street is like are you ted lassoing no one will root for you <laughs> oh god i hope they don't like push the ted lasso narrative too much because like there's a there's a bunch of differences but I, I it was funny i think it was funny every time they mentioned it here i'm rooting for her was, i think it was just a joke i don't think they're gonna bring back more ted lasso references yeah but <laughs> so they all get in the van they drive off and they're like tour mode so exciting i mean where where do we go from here fort worth baby that's fort where we're worth. going what do you mean where do we go from here there's only one place to go the destination is set New York, right. fort worth how far how far do you think that is uh, you know what yeah that's yeah, a long drive it's a ways it's a ways fort worth is south of me so you know okay. um, not, okay, not a lot south of me like 45 minutes away from me but still what if what if season three is entirely about their drive from New York to Fort Worth? <laughs> That's the whole thing. And just like how bad of an idea that is. Uh, 23 hours, 46 minutes uh, in terms of a total drive. Now, admittedly, Todd, when you, well, I guess like we all kind of did it. You went further north because this wouldn't take you up to St. Louis um, or yeah. through Indianapolis. So it's a little... Although I don't know, I don't know how much much more time that's adding, but like a day, basically, uh, one thousand five hundred and seventy eight miles. That's tough with no highways. Uh, that is yep. a that would be a tough, tough trek. Very true. You gotta yeah. watch out for those, like you know, those, those speed trap little towns in oh the in the like. <laughs> yeah, mile drive. Well, anyway, that's our episode. And that's, that's the episode. Season. And that's the season. Season two, episode eight, all of season two now in the books. Uh, as we have been saying previously, season three on its way, coming out soon. Um, I'm excited uh, for season three. This episode did get me excited about season three. I thought this was very funny. Um, funnier than the, the rest of the season. I think this was a, a, a great bow to tie on season two. Of course, we are not quite done here. We have a couple songs to rate and then, of course, a final chart to Top first and foremost, um, let's start with New York City Moms uh, as the uh, song this episode. Lindy, what do you think of New York City Moms? I enjoyed it. Um, I thought thought it was a good companion to some other songs they've done on the show, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. So I don't know, maybe like three point five. Okay, three point five from Lindy. Todd, what about you? New York City moms. Yeah, I mean, it was like an obvious New York lonely boy uh, callback reference, and so it gets a little bit of goodwill from that. But I thought it was just fine. Like, I, I feel like compared to New York lonely boy, it just didn't really hit me as hard, make me laugh as much. It was like okay, like other than like one line about being judged by your husband's out of town sister. Like, I think the most of the rest of it was just kind of eh. So I think like a three is where I'm landing. I'm just below that at a 2.5. I thought it was okay. Not long enough. Not like funny enough. Um, I think if we had gotten more of this, I would have liked it more. But um, okay. And then the other one, the live performance, the the full kind of extended. We did already rate this last week. I think it's worth rating again, if for no other reason than my score is going to be different than it was last week because of the performance that we got. I don't know that that even necessarily means we should rate it again. So I guess I'll, I'll give you two the option either. I would like to retroactively go back and change it to a five or we rate this version and I'm going to give it a five. Either way is totally fine with me. Um, whatever let's, you want to do. Let's rate this version because I didn't rate it at all last time. And I'm just going to go off of this one. There yeah. you go. 
So to spoil it, I'll give a five. Uh, that's where I'm at. I thought this was fantastic. I love the way that they did it. The context added a lot for me. The performance, it was just really, really good. And this is a very catchy song. I've had like the hook stuck in my head for a while now. Um, it's either that or it's gonna be famous forever. Like it's the, it's those two all throughout. That's really been all that's in my head for the last like four months, uh, honestly. <laughs> like it's just not gotten out. Lindy, uh, bend not break. I'm going to go 4.5. Really enjoyed this one. 4.5 from Lindy. Todd, finish this off here. Yeah, uh, like I said, my score has gone up from last time for sure. It was a 4.4. I'm still not at a full 5.4, but I'm going to have a 4.75. Uh, I just, if it was funny, it would probably be a 5. Uh, but it's, it's just like, it is a really well-written, well-performed song. It's like super catchy, really well done. The full performance was great. So yeah, definitely like enjoyed it more than I did the interrupted version on the hospitality a uh, helipad. So. Yeah, it was it was just so tough last time. And we really did like it last time too. So that's the other part. Um, okay, finally, uh, for episode eight here, who topped your charts? Todd, we'll start with you. For the final episode of season two, who topped your charts? So uh, I'm trying to decide uh, between a couple of brothers. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with a, the Property Brothers. And if I have to pick one, I'm going to pick Fighting Drew Property. Uh, that's I'm willing to give you both if you want both of them. Yeah, because I, th- I think it was it was the combo of them. Like Drew was like the most, made me laugh the most of the fighting. But Jonathan's little kill him, please do it. I mean, it was so dark. It made me laugh. So yeah, Property Brothers, uh, they dropped my charts for sure. I love the fever dream of the Property Brothers in this episode. Okay, Lindy, what about you? Who topped your charts this episode? Yeah, I mean, a similar reason, but I'm not going to I'm not going to pick the Property Brothers. I'm going to pick Gloria for her epic fight <laughs> with one of them. That was just out of nowhere, but just completely ridiculous, completely hilarious. Absolutely loved it. Going with Gloria. Gosh, okay. This is so tough. I came into this certainly leaning towards Gloria, who is my favorite character of the show. Um, it, it's no secret whatsoever. That being said, Gloria already got a point this episode, and I can appreciate that. So I'm gonna go with my second pick. Uh, a little bit of a dark horse, someone who I don't know that I have ever given her a point. Um, in this whole show, give me Summer as my pick for this final episode. I really like Summer. I thought she was very funny. I love the arc that she's on here. Uh, she's, you know, uh, incredibly funny lines and moments with uh, Stevia and Kev. We've gotten rid of the garbage Kev, which I think was really bringing Summer down in my mind. And so, like, getting rid of that is great. I love Summer this episode. Is that a crazy pick here? I don't know. Like, was was, was Summer in your in your top choices at all here? Um. Not really my top choices, but uh, I don't think it's super crazy. I think there have definitely been worse summer episodes for sure. And yeah, I think that she had some really good stuff. And I think she had kind of like an emotional, vulnerable moment as well, which was which is cool. I, I love her pushing back on Gloria. Like, you know, Gloria's like, where's the proud face? It's like, there's nothing to be proud of here, Gloria. You know, yeah. so uh, I, I think it's a, it's a relatively good summer episode. So I'm not there. We go. That's who topped our charts. This uh this episode, we will of course be giving one more point in our retrospective and doing a, a, a total kind of tally of all the points, but that's it. Season two, episode eight of Girls Five Ever, all of season two now in the books. Um, I'm excited for season three. So next week we'll be back with the retrospective. So stay tuned for that. Uh in the meantime, Lindy, where are you at? What do you got going on? Where can people find you? 
here at One Indescribable Podcast. We're doing Girls Five Eva and Previous Little Liars. So check that out. Heck yeah, we are. Todd, what about you? Uh, you can find me on most social media at Librarian Todd because Todd Librarian too many characters. Uh, just to let everyone know, Girls Five Eva is changing platforms for season three. It will now be on Netflix instead of uh, Peacock, uh, and it will drop on March 14th. If anyone is out there wondering, like we keep saying it's coming soon, that's how soon it's coming. Uh, other than that, there are some things in the works, and I will say that and be mysterious. But there will be some announcements pretty soon about some other stuff uh, coming out. Big things in the works. Big things are always happening. Uh, I'm Adam H. You can find me on Twitter, Pianoman Adam One. Um, I was on uh, Shit Ninety Shows, taught me in a couple different places recently. Myself and Tom Palmer did an episode of Buffy, and then I was uh, also on an episode of Felicity. Um, you know, it's, 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 it, it, um, it is what it is. Uh, anyway, wow. we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> it's a, you'll just have to listen to the podcast that hasn't been recorded yet. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how that goes, but it'll be out by the time that you're listening to this. So, so and that does know. remind me a, cause I haven't recorded it yet, but a, uh, I will, I will soon be on shit. Nice shows talking, me talking about Buffy. So that's oh, coming out. so exciting. So many things happening. And of course, like Todd's saying, there's some stuff in the works. Stay tuned. Um, myself and Brooklyn said, we'll be finishing uh, final fantasy nine. We promise at some point, uh, the doctor who podcast will continue in some capacity. We promise we will let you know of all of our plans and details very, very soon. We promise, but what we, what we for sure can promise is that next week we will be back here to talk about all of season two of Girls of Metal. We'll be making predictions for the upcoming season, which none of us have seen. So we'll all be on a level playing field. It'll be super exciting. So make sure you tune back in next week. Uh, and until then, bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Chumba. <laughs> 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.